the future of work has been changing for a very long time. It always has. Technology always changes how we do our jobs. The pandemic has accelerated that. It's sped it up. The workforce landscape is rapidly changing, and educators and their institutions need to keep up. Preparing students before they enter the workforce to make our communities and businesses stronger is at the core of getting an education. But we need to understand how to change and adjust so that we can begin to project where things are headed before we even get there. So how do we begin to predict the future? Hi, I'm Salvatrice Kumo, Executive Director of Economic and Workforce Development at Pasadena City College and host of this podcast. And I'm Christina Barsi, producer and co-host of this podcast. And we are starting the conversation about the future of work. We'll explore topics like how education can partner with industry, how to be more equitable, and how to attain one of our highest goals, more internships and PCC students in the workforce. We at Pasadena City College want to lead the charge in closing the gap between what our students are learning and what the demands of the workforce will be once they enter. This is a conversation that impacts all of us, you the employers, the policymakers, the educational institutions, and the community as a whole. We believe change happens when we work together, and it all starts with having a conversation. I'm Christina Barsi. And I'm Salvatrice Kumo, and this is The Future of Work. Hi, welcome back. This is Christina Barsi. I am the co-host and producer of this podcast, and I am here today with our host, who will be talking with Ramona Schindelheim. And Salvatrice, I'm going to turn it over to you, but first I just want to say, make sure you catch Ramona live when she presents to you on November 12th. The event is free. Click the link in the show notes to join. Salvatrice, take it away. Thank you, Christina. Good morning, listeners, and good morning, Ramona. Hi, how you doing? Very well, thank you. Thank you so much for wanting to participate and willing to participate, I should say, in our Future of Work conference. And you will be my partner in crime that day as moderator of the yeah. Future of Work <laughs> I'm conference. looking forward to it. I really am. It's going to be a great conference. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, let's give our listener a little bit about who you are and what we can expect from the day. Let them know who you are. You know, what is your title, your role with the conference, and just share a little bit about how you see your role fitting within the conference. Well, thank you. One, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And I'm honored to be your co-host on this. You guys did a great job last year, and I'm expecting more of the same this year. I'm the editor-in-chief of Working Nation, and Working Nation is a nonprofit new organization that focuses on telling stories about the future of work. So we do it through videos, articles, podcasts, conference appearances like this. And my background is as a business journalist, and I've worked at CNBC, Wall Street Journal, ABC News, plus local stations. So I've looked at the issues of work and employment and the economy for a couple of decades now. You definitely have a vast experience of really looking at the future of work and the current economic conditions through multiple different lenses. Those of you who listened in on Ramona's episode shared about you know her perspective on economic and workforce development through the lens of a journalist, and it was awesome. But going back to the conference, because I tend to go on tangents, sorry. Why do you think this is important right now, Ramona? Why do you think it's important that we talk about this right now? And how does it relate to preparing for our future workforce? 
So the way we do our jobs, the way employers have us do our jobs has been changing for a long time. Automation, AI, machine learning, all of this has changed how we do our work. And technology has affected us all. You can't have any job without having a little bit of technical skills, digital skills to do the job. There's very few. So the future of work has been changing for a very long time. It always has. Technology always changes how we do our jobs. The pandemic has accelerated that. It's sped it up. There are changes happening in the workforce, and immediately we need to know how to put people back to work to address those changes. What kind of skills do they need to address those changes? There's no question that this past eight months has been difficult. There's still millions of people out of work. Little by little, companies are starting to bring people back, and they're asking them to have different skills to be able to multitask more. So it's very important to have this conversation now so we can set the stage and tell people what is happening, how can they be a part of it if they want to get back into the workforce. I couldn't agree with you more, Ramona. And Working Nation has been such an influencer in this space. Working Nation as a partner, as an influencer, and as an entity who does a lot of work in this space, contributing to creating more equity in the workforce and or the future of work. How is Working Nation playing a role in creating that equity in the workforce? Working Nation doesn't have training programs. What we do, though, is tell stories about programs that are out there or organizations who are trying to shift the balance in the workforce to make it more equitable and also make the recovery more equitable for everyone. We have partnered with organizations like Opportunity at Work, which looks at the more traditionally unskilled workers, but people who have been skilled on the job. And we tell their stories. We are a megaphone for all the good work that businesses, organizations, the government, nonprofits are doing. So that's how we contribute to this. And we seek these out. And we've partnered with a lot of different organizations. I just did a series with Center for Workforce Inclusion called An Equitable Recovery. And we look at how different organizations are trying to make that happen. I think what happened with COVID and Black Lives Matter is that those came together at a time and really really brought to the surface things that may have been known to many people, and there were many people working on the issue, but it brought it into the mainstream where people are talking about it. And so we're just trying to amplify that message. I really like how you said that. You're a megaphone in this space. That's certainly for sure, because we are in a very delicate situation here. And with the social unrest, the pandemic, the overall economic downward spiral that we're feeling or the economic downward shift that we're feeling and seeing, now is really the time to not only have these discussions, but Working Nation plays an incredible role in bringing that to life. And so what you're saying, you know, bring, amplifying it, bringing it out mainstream. And it also gives us an incredible opportunity as leaders, educators, policymakers, the workforce in general to ask for changes, make for changes and execute changes. And I couldn't agree with you more. And this is so timely. And again, your participation is so appreciated. And to tie this up, Ramona, let me ask you this. If there was one thing the Future of Work conference attendees would walk away with after your talk or 
in listening to the panelist and or in listening to how we are moderating the panel, what would that look like and what would that be? Well, first, I'd like to say I think that Pasadena City College and your department has done a great job of pulling together the right group of people. You've brought together business leaders, educators, nonprofits, people who are interested in trying to solve the skills gap, trying to make sure people are prepared for the future of work. So you have brought together a great group of people, and it's really indicative of what I believe people should walk away with, that there has to be collaboration. Nobody can do this in a silo. Nobody can do this alone. We need employers to telegraph what kind of skills they need. We need them to work with community leaders to create programs, to create job-ready people in that community. And the educators, the city colleges, the programs like yours, they're an integral part of this. They have to help by working with these companies, working with the state to create really, really profoundly good programs that will make people ready. So I would say that if people could walk away with this sense of how they could collaborate and the results, I think that would be a home run. We're at a very important time, and I think that we just have to do our part in it to help everybody get the good career that they want and need. You couldn't have said it any better, Ramona. Thank you so much. We will see you soon. Those listeners out there, please do join us November 12th for the Future of Work Conference. Registration and information are in the show notes. Thank you. Thanks again, Ramona. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Thank you for listening to the Future of Work podcast presented by Pasadena City College. If you'd like to get involved and have resources to share or be a guest on the show, you can find a link to our webpage to reach out to us in the show notes. Also, don't forget to subscribe and tell us your thoughts about the show. This helps more people like you discover the podcast and you can look forward to new episodes every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts.